going to do our leadership session for a minute. And just know whatever flows in your spirit, just go ahead. Can we give John a big hand clap as he comes and encourages us? Doing the sessions. <laughs> well, I just found out I'm doing the sessions this week, so <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, so the, this is fun. They, they asked me this morning to, to share with you guys for just a couple minutes. I guess now it's broadcasted. So here we go. Let's roll. Uh, this, is, this is something really sort of fresh for me. So, you know, you guys bear with me. I'm not, I'm not sure I have the perfect words yet, but I do feel the Lord spoke to me at, uh, at 2.32, which feels like I'm, I think we're about to start hearing a lot of testimonies that start that way. Um, if, if you can't hear the Lord at 2.32, you might need, you need, you need some deliverance or something. Um, you, you, I, I gotta start wearing like a crash helmet at 2.32 based on our trajectory. It's like, you, you're gonna get a touch if you don't even want one at 2.32. It's amazing. So uh, we were at 2.32 and, and I, I like to say 2.32 feels like, which which for anyone watching who doesn't know what that is, it's our young adults ministry. Uh, it feels like a Holy Ghost circus. Um, <laughs> it's, I, I, I love it. I love it. And uh, it feels like if you pay attention, you know, which you guys, are, we're speaking to leaders in here today, and leaders typically can, can read the room and, and see multiple things happening. And 232 is, there's like five things happening. There's layers happening. And, uh, and the Lord's speaking to me about church leadership and building and vision while there's people that are sharing testimonies about being delivered from death and just really wild. But while, how many of y'all remember that moment uh, at 232 where this week, I, I can't, there was a lady, I can't remember her name. Amanda was sharing her testimony and, and, and uh, it was really powerful. And during that moment, I just felt the Lord really believe I felt the Lord just prompt uh, a concept and a scripture to me from Exodus about you can you can use the term you can use whatever term works in your head I'm going to use the term building because uh, I think that's what the kind of the Lord was speaking to me for you whatever term works for you whatever you're doing whatever you're laboring on whatever your vision is whatever you're putting your hand to I'm going to use the term building um and it, it works for a multitude of things, but I'm going to specifically be talking about your life and, and kind of church building and ministry building because this is our, our staff chapel for the church during our church internship. So I'll keep it here, but, but it relates to multiple things. But while that was happening, I just felt the Lord out of nowhere just speak to me um, in Exodus, Exodus 25 Verse 40, and you guys know that uh, in Exodus, we see the Lord gives the institution of a, a tabernacle and a priesthood, right? It's the tabernacle of Moses. And I just felt the Lord kind of highlight this one portion of, of that story where it's actually where the Lord gives Moses the blueprints. And it's something I had not, I had not seen uh, the first, first several times I had gone over the story. In Exodus 25, 
Verse 40, the Lord speaks and he says, be sure that you make everything according to the pattern I have shown you here on the mountain. And we see that the Lord showed Moses what to build. I think that might be easy to miss. The Lord actually showed Moses what to build. For me, I'll throw myself under the bus. Sometimes I don't need the Lord to show me what to build. <laughs> Sometimes uh, I, I volunteer myself to be, you know, Bob the Builder, and I can do it. And I've got it. And I've got, I've got my giftings. I've got my things I'm good at. I'm a good recruiter. And I've got a good heart. And I want to do something. I want to dedicate it to the Lord. But the Lord showed Moses what to build. There's a huge difference. And I think we've all done stuff like that. We're all, we've all built and dedicated and given the Lord things and we're like, I'm gonna do this for you. And, and that, that's, that's, it's not to say that's a bad thing, but I'm submitting that there's a better thing. There's a higher way. The Lord showed Moses what to build. You can read later on in, in the book of Hebrews that Paul says that, that the tabernacle of Moses was a copy of the true tabernacle in heaven, which the Lord is now our priest in. So there was already a tabernacle. There was already a blueprint. There was already a, a plan in place that the Lord showed Moses to build with Israel. Moses didn't just muster up something and his good intentions. He didn't muster up something and dedicate it to the Lord. And in fact, if you go on to read what the Lord shows Moses to build, it's incredibly detailed. Uh, it seems that the Lord in some ways is a very good micromanager when he wants to be. He's not, he's not really short on opinion sometimes. How many of you have ever felt that? I have. It feels like the Lord has me on a very short leash personally. Okay, if I, if I feel like I'm not on a short leash, it's, I am incorrect. I am on a short leash, and that means I need to pray more. <laughs> the Lord doesn't let me just get away with doing whatever I want. Um, he loves me too much. So for Israel, the Lord gave the plans. He showed them what to do. He not only told them, but he showed Moses what to do. And Moses was on the mountain right, the end of verse 40 there, what I have shown you here on the mountain, which is where the, uh, Moses, the prophet of the people, met with the Lord. So in the presence of the Lord, the Lord shows Moses what to build for the people, which speaking from a leadership standpoint, um, we need to get our vision from the presence of the Lord. And it's okay to wait and it's okay to not have a direction and a blueprint, but the lesser thing is to just come up with one to fill in the gap. Wow. And it, I, I don't say this, you know, it's, it's easy to throw stones. I don't say this to say we're doing something better than anybody. Just say this to encourage you that, that there is a better way. And the, the Lord does have a blueprint. He does have a plan, he does have a design. Whatever you're doing for your family, he has, he has a, a prescription uh, for your ministry. 
he's, he's ordained your steps. And you can do it your way, and the Lord can use it, or you can build him what he's shown you, and he'll fill it with his glory. But he doesn't just fill anything with his glory. He, he has a plan. He has, a, he has a, a prescription for how to do it. And then if sometimes, uh, you know, the Lord, I walk into something that the Lord has built, like dwelling place, and, uh, and, and there's this amazing altar that the Lord has assembled, and I just show up at it, and I, sometimes I feel like I, I'm like, okay, I'm going to sacrifice this to the Lord. I'm going to give this to the Lord. But the Lord ordained the sacrifice too. He, he prescribed even to the sacrifice. The tabernacle, the dimensions, the arrangements, the altar, and even what went on the altar and when it went on the altar. It was all, all done by the Lord. It was all his design. Which leaves my job to solely be obedience. And I believe that uh, as a presence people, this is very, very important for us to understand. And then when you want to lead people, well, I'll read Exodus 20, 25, 22 to you. The Lord says, I will meet you there, talking about the tabernacle. Specifically, this is the Holy of Holies. I will meet you there and talk to you from above the atonement cover between the gold cherubim that hover over the Ark of the Covenant from there, I will give you my commands for the people of Israel. Focus on that last part. From there, I will give you the commands, my commands for the people of Israel. Your vision for the people around you that you're leading needs to come from the presence. The direction for the people that you love, that you care about, that the Lord has entrusted to you to lead in some way, whether it's mentorship, whether it's your kids, whether it's a congregation, whether it's a team, the vision comes from the Lord. It comes from the presence. There I will meet you. From there I will meet you. And I will give you my commands for the people. Um, really, I really don't have too much that I feel like I can add to this, to be honest with you, but I just want to encourage you that that. Take time to be in the presence. Um, this is the way that we're supposed to lead, is from the presence. And us having less to do with the success is a good thing. I think that us having less... <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, it's okay if it's not your amazing strategy that does anything. It's really, because it, it, honestly, it gets exhausting if it is. It gets exhausting, and then the scriptures tell us that if you build in your own strength, your works will burn up when they're tried by fire. But only, only those things built with silver and gold and precious gems will, will, will be sustained. Only these things will be rewarded. You can see that, oh, well, Pastor John, then they, they got the blueprints, and then they built in their own strength. No, they didn't. That actually, Exodus says that the Spirit of the Lord came on the workers to build that which was given to them by the Lord, to host the Lord. And the tabernacle, its origin, 
its building process and everything in it was unto the presence of the Lord. The presence of the Lord was the center, quite literally, the center and the focal point of the tabernacle and of Israel. Everything in the temple, uh, sorry, in the, everything in the tabernacle was unto the present. Everything from the altar to there's all kinds of little stations along the way. All these things, they, they weren't just good ideas. They weren't just like holy uh, monuments. They were, they were from the Lord. The Lord designed it. And so as a church, I just like to challenge us to be in prayer about the things that we're doing, to be in prayer about the things we're building, to not labor in your own strength that's exhausting. Not only is it exhausting, but it's just a lesser way. We're a, we're a dwelling place. We're a dwelling place of God. We're presence people. If people come here and they don't meet the presence, then they've just met us. And they've met our gifts. And that's not very impressive. You know? Like, like, there's people here who are very, very talented. Okay, you're very talented. But you, you don't, you know, Josh, yeah. There's, there's some really amazing people, but, but not one of them can raise the dead. Pastor Jeff is, is amazing. He's, he's seriously the best, best guy I know. Pastor Jeff's amazing. But, but Pastor Jeff, on, on his own strength, just... Just speaking, just giving advice, it doesn't bring the manifest presence of God. I believe, if I could speak to us right now who are in this church, that, that what's happening in, in the side room before 232, I believe that's one of the most holy, non-negotiable things that our church is doing right now. And it, it's okay if our congregation doesn't even see it. I, I told Pastor Jeff, I think that that is less negotiable than the message on Wednesday nights. I think that that is, is a blueprint from the Lord. Prayer, seeking the Lord, being people about his face. I think this, is, this has to be who we are. It has to be ingrained in our DNA in everything we do. I don't think we have room, room for things that in our tabernacle that aren't unto his presence. I don't think we, I don't think the blueprint includes just like stuff that we threw in there just to throw in there. Just to like, yes, okay, we've got the, we've got the altar, we've got the, the lampstand, we've got this stuff, and then also over here we're just going to, you know, have our own thing that we add because we think it's really good. No, I'm not saying it's bad, I'm just saying it's, it's unnecessary. I believe the Lord spoke to me that, uh, there are things that are godly, um, that we label as godly, but unless they're actually intertwined with the presence of the Lord, they're, they're not truly godly. Do you understand that, that if God's not involved, it's not godly? And there's, there's things that, and you guys will all see this more and more as, as we grow and as, as you grow as leaders and influencers, that there's things that, that bang at the door for your attention, they're, they're, they're everywhere, and you have to handle business. Don't get me wrong, but, but there's things that, that constantly, constantly are jumping in front of you for attention that are pulling on your strength and pulling on your time, pulling on your focus. And I just want to encourage you that 
a, a really important thing that is not about the presence of the Lord is an unnecessary thing. Say it one more time so I just hope you remember it. An important thing that is not about the Lord and his presence is an unnecessary thing. And it, it can often be a distraction. If you're in here and you're just going, what about people, loving people? If you love the Lord better, you love people better. It's that, that in itself is, is a distraction. That you have to sacrifice the presence for people. The best thing for the surrounding nations of Israel was the glory of God in Israel. I, don't, I, I hope everyone caught that. The, the, the pillar of fire in the middle of Israel was pretty good. It was a pretty good testimony to the surrounding nations. As you love the Lord more, the people will benefit and be loved better. And I think this is our model. I think I, I just want to encourage you to, to begin to pray more. Not because you have to, because you love Jesus. Begin to pray more. Seek the Lord more. And everything you do, where's Christian? I don't know where Christian is. I love Christian. He's directing. Christian, I know you're with me. <laughs> I, I, uh, as I close, I'll just say this. I, I've just found some of the, the most amazing times where I'll just be with Christian. We're, we'll be planning youth stuff, and I'll just feel like we need to stop and just pray. Just be like, Lord, you, you have the blueprint. You have the blueprint. I'd rather not move forward and wait on you than just do something to fill in the time, than do something to fill in the space because um, I, none of you, but just me, when I become Bob the Builder, I probably, if I'm being honest, become more like Wreck-It Ralph, and I kind of probably, I probably can get in the way more than I can uh, make stuff amazing in my own strength. And so I just want to encourage you to be people who pray, to be people in the presence. Spend time in the presence. Get your vision from the presence. Uh, what you do when you build your team, as you're building your life, just get the vision from the presence and then do it unto the presence. Amen. Love you guys.